mindset. It's how we see life, people, events, and in some cases, it can even dictate how people see you. The High Frequency Mindset Podcast will help you raise your consciousness and see things in a new light and create new pathways to living better. Host Sally Wagner is a coach and entrepreneur, and she has some answers for you, as well as some soul-searching questions for her guests that will definitely raise your vibe. Here's Sally. Hi, everybody. It's Sally Wagner, and welcome to High Frequency Mindset Podcast. Today, I'm very pleased to welcome our guest, Haley Rowe. Haley, welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Likewise, I'm so happy you're here, and I can't wait to introduce you to the audience so you and I can talk for a bit. How about that? Sounds great. Haley Rowe is a marketing, sales coach, and LinkedIn lead generation service provider. She helps service-based business owners get clients consistently, develop their no-brainer offers, and grow their income without the social media overwhelm. She shares her FAST, F-A-S-T, that's an acronym, framework, marketing, and business tips in her Health Coach Nation podcast and in the Health Coach Nation Facebook group. And the link to that will be in the show notes, so everybody make sure you check it. She's been named as one of the top 25 coaches in Chicago and one of the top six business podcasts for health coaches. Since 2010, Haley has worked in the coaching industry and in business development marketing for startups. Haley's philosophy, you can have an amazing service and impact to make, but without a strong mindset and sales and marketing plan, your business will remain a hobby. Haley, welcome and thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. There's so much to talk about. And I I want to start at the end of your bio when you talk about without those critical pieces, the business is just a hobby. Um, and I think that's where a lot of people get stuck. Is that your experience? And how do you help people make that transition? Yeah, definitely. I agree that I think a lot of times we, if we have a passion for something, whether it's coaching and that's your business or you do websites for people or something like that. A lot of times you see yourself as that instead of a fully an entrepreneur. And when you don't have the sales and marketing to get your impact, to get your craft out there, it's really hard to sustain it. And so what I like to do is help these people who have an amazing gift actually be able to use it by having clients and by having a sustainable business um, because I teach them the sales and marketing skills, which can be learned and you can find ways to do it in ways that match your strengths and, you know, develop new strengths, of course, too. But I think a lot of times people just rule out, like they're just like, oh, I'm just bad at marketing or I just am not the kind of person who likes to market myself or whatever. And then they never explore how to learn it and how to do it in a way that feels good for them. And so my goal is to help uh, individuals see themselves as an entrepreneur and learn those skills. I think you bring up an important point that they are skills. So many people have the mindset that you're either good at it or you're not, it comes naturally. And if it doesn't, then you're just out of luck, right? Yeah, And it's important to understand it's a skill. And if it's a skill, you can learn it and you can get better at it. Right. Definitely. 
Yeah. That's a, that's a huge part of mindset for a lot of people, I think. Yeah. Because we label ourselves. We'll just be like, oh, I'm shy. So I could never go live or I could never put out a promo about my program or whatever. And a lot of times that is just something you've made up about yourself and you've gathered evidence for, and we Mm -hmm. can expand that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, interesting. You have kind of a couple of different uh, divisions here. Uh, I'll put it in business terms. You you have the, the marketing, the sales, the lead generation, the LinkedIn, and then health coach. Um, how did yeah. those two things, uh, perhaps, did they merge or did they yeah. diverge? Yeah. So I work with a lot of health coaches. Um, I Back in 2010, I got a bunch of different certifications. I knew I loved coaching. I knew I loved personal development. I knew I loved wellness. And I worked for a couple of years in business development and marketing for wellness startups. And so I just love wellness-based business owners. That was like my first love, (laughs) my first group (laughs) that I really helped. Um, So a lot of my audience happens to be health coaches. But I do work with um, life coaches and other types of service providers. Um, But that's why my podcast is called Health Coach Nation, because it's business tips for health coaches and life coaches, people like that. Um, So that's kind of how how it all fits together. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. I love that. I'm very curious about your acronym FAST. Could you share with us what that's all about? For sure. Thanks. So when you have a online business and if you have a local business this actually applies too but there's it can be very overwhelming and there's a lot of different things you can focus on but at the end of the day i use this fast framework to help my clients get focused on the right things to be growing their business and to help them have like a framework that they can use to decide where they should be spending their time and their energy so it stands for followers, action, sales, time management, and transformation. And what I mean by that with followers is how do you grow your audience? How do you get the people you're trying to attract to you, seeing you? And what is that process of taking a cold audience member to somebody who has demand to work with you, wants to reach out to you to work with you and setting up that process. And it's going to look different for each client, depending on where your ideal clients hang out and, you know, what is your, your nurturing process. But that's really important because if you don't have people seeing what you're doing and you don't have a continuous audience growth stream, it's going to be hard to keep the sustainability for your business. Now, the second part is action. So that's how do you create content that's compelling enough that people want to reach out to you, that that your calls to action are strong, that the messaging you're using resonates with your audience and that you're communicating the benefits of what you do instead of just focusing on, I do X, Y, Z coaching, you know? Um, So that's really important when it comes to just how you write, how you communicate. So I work with my clients on that. The sales piece is how do you, uh, what's your sales process? So how do you convert people and strengthening how you do that and helping you overcome objections, helping you have your offers figured out. A lot of times 
sometimes you're not making sales because your offer isn't very good or it's not very clear or it's not priced appropriately. So I help my clients with all of that. Um, and then sales confidence is a big thing too. I see a lot of people just wanting to avoid even talking about the sale at all costs and that is costing them. <laughs> and then the last two pieces is uh, time management. So that's focusing on the right things and helping you um, not procrastinate, do, you know, batch things into your day as a busy business owner. I work with a lot of people who either have kids or have another day job as they're trying to transition into their business. They don't have a lot of time to just, you know, waste in their business. So really getting good at prioritizing. And then the last piece is transformation. And that's two things. One, what is the personal transformation required to be the business owner you want to be? So that's, and that's probably what you talk a lot about, Sally, is like, how do you see yourself and what's your mindset? And, you know, if there's any blocks along the way, like, oh, I can't go live because I'm just bad on camera or, oh, no, I just hate, I just, you know, hate marketing or whatever. So working through those beliefs and then um, transformation. The other part of it is the transformation you provide for your clients. So the point A to point B um, and making sure that's clear, making sure you stand out, making sure that you are um, solid in the results that you provide and have good client wins and testimonials that you can be using in your marketing. So overall, I help with client attraction, sales, time management and mindset, but that framework just kind of summarizes a way to contextualize it and, um, you know, something you can use to just think about what's important for me to improve in each of those areas in my business. I I love that um, because you have made it very concrete for people to go, okay, that's that's what I'm going to do. And I love that it talks a lot about the processes. You know, what's your process for the sales, for the all of those things, the, the, the uh, see if I can remember, <laughs> yeah. followers, action, sales, and yeah. time management transformation. Did yeah. I get it? You got it. Yeah, I love it. Well, and that's all part of it, right? That you want to make it memorable so people go, oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love it. Uh, and going back to the systems and the processes, I, I think um, for many people when they're in business, and you mentioned this early on, you know, they're so passionate about what they do. It's like a calling. And they just want to do that. And and they want to work in the business, not necessarily on the business. So you're the one who's going to guide them to work on the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, and there comes a time when you can outsource that, but it starts with you usually. Yeah. 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 And and that's not always the fun part. <laughs> yeah. So it's it, fun, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and, and it takes that mindset piece to really get people to focus to go, yeah, this really is important. Uh, otherwise it is just a hobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what would be one step uh, that you would start somebody on, um, just pick one of those uh, letters in your acronym. What would be one step to get somebody going in the right direction? Mm-hmm. Well, I think the first thing is making sure you're clear about who you're talking to and also making sure you're clear about what makes your offer unique. So I would always start with just thinking about who is 
that ideal person who I want to be attracting and what are their key pain points? What is their dream outcome? And this doesn't matter whether you sell coaching or whether you sell, you know, a gift business where it's like, like you got to think about everybody has a reason why they're coming to you. And it's not just the thing like, oh, well, they just want to get in shape or oh, they just want to buy gifts for their friends. No, there's something deeper there. Yeah. Um, and so you got to ask yourself, what is that dream outcome? Why do they care about this? And what is the pain point? What are the pain points they're trying to avoid? And how do you help remove those pain points for them? Mm-hmm. And so making sure that in your messaging, you're clear about that. And you've made, you've come up with where does your ideal clients hang out? Because this is another thing I love from Russell Brunson. He talks about coming up with your dream 100 list. So once you know who you're trying to attract, look up, okay, where, who has my audience? And those are going to be your next collaboration partners or people you're doing partnerships with or or whatever, right? So um, I would just make a list of who has your ideal clients as their audience and how, what are those, what's that like elevator pitch about how you speak to them? And then the next part, the other part that I mentioned was being really clear on your offer. So I would take a look, whether no matter how old your offer is, I would just take a look at it and be like, is there any other ways I can make it easier for my client during this process? Is there any gaps in here or FAQs that come up that need to now be incorporated in my product or or service or whatever? Um, Is there like a guarantee I could make if I wanted to, or is there some kind of other way I could remove friction that people have from joining. Like just always looking at your offer. If you have a really amazing offer, it suddenly becomes, you become a lot more confident about selling it. Number one. And number two, a lot of it's, it's easier to sell. You know, it's like, think about some of the biggest things that have gone viral and stuff. It's usually really good offer. So that's it. Yeah, I, I love that. There, there's so much there that's so important. Uh, and the clarity on the offer really is key. Uh, because if if you don't have a good idea of what you're offering to people, uh, how are they going to be able to say yes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A lot yeah. of times, too, people give too many options. They'll be like, oh, well, you could do this version or this version or this version. Yeah. And as they say, like, if you confuse, you lose. So yeah. that's another challenge that I see people dealing with. Right. Yeah. It's, it's like, you know, the, the example that popped into my head is like, you know, when you go to the 59 flavors ice cream store Mm -hmm. uh, and most people end up getting chocolate or vanilla because the flavors are too confusing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I think you're right. Yeah. Stay, stay basic uh, and, you know, maybe offer the other things uh, down the road. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think one of the things that you said that really jumped out at me, too, was uh, about, you know, identifying the potential clients. Why? Because they they're not buying the process. They don't care that, you know, the health coach is going to take them through a system and a process to improve nutrition and exercise and all that kind of stuff. They they want the result. Right. 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 <laughs> And and it's important to understand why they want that result. And, and perhaps part of 
the process is to help them understand because they may not really know, you know, is it just because, you know, hey, I want to look good when I go to this event or I really want to live a better life uh, to be there for my kids, my my spouse, my partner, my clients, you know, whomever. So what is that big why that is motivating them to do that? Right. Yeah. And usually if anybody's listening to this and they're trying to figure that out, first of all, you can ask when people come to you, be like, what, what's up? Like, you know, why, what, what, and two really good questions you could ask is like, what problem would you pay to solve? It's like so urgent to you right now. And what dream outcome would you pay to solve? And that would be more of like a market research question you can use, but The point is, usually it's going to tie back to either something that brings them more wealth, better relationships, better health. But with the health, it's not just, I want better health. It's usually like, yeah, I want to look better or I want to not be embarrassed by my digestive, like being stuck in the bathroom all the time or whatever. Right. Um, And then there's convenience. That's another reason why people buy. And then or time freedom, I should say, that would be kind of one category. Um, So health, wealth, relationships, you know, things like that. And what people don't buy is just like, what this is, I see this a lot. It's like, just saying like, oh, better habits. You're just going to have better habits or, oh, you're going to have less stress. Everybody says that. We need, that's a tool. If they, that's the, the, gateway, the bridge to get them from where they are now to where they want to be. But you need to focus on where they are now and where they want to be as your message. Yeah. Instead of the tools that get them there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love that. I love how you phrased it. So it's um, bridging where they are and where they want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love how um, Alex Ramosi talks about how it's not the plane ride you're selling. Most people are always talking about the plane ride but you're selling the trip to Hawaii, right? <laughs> like, yeah, that's how you get there. That's fine. Nobody wants to hear about that. The, yeah. the trip to Hawaii is what we want to focus on. Oh yeah. Because we, we really, honestly, we don't like getting there, right? <laughs> we don't like the process of getting there in most instances. We just want to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So how would you coach someone to kind of overcome that, you know, and and the analogy to the plane ride? We all hate to have a plane ride, and yet we want to be at the destination. What is it that we can use that is going to keep us motivated to hop on that plane and stay there till the destination? Love that question, actually. Um, So what's going to keep you going? I mean, I think there's a couple things. One do you mean like if you're a business owner and you want to stay on the plane ride to get to where you go? Or do you mean if you're trying to help your clients stay on the, the plane ride? So I, I, either, uh, okay. because I think both are appropriate. Okay. Well, yeah, let's start with the business owner themselves. So if you are on your own journey uh, and you feel like you're on your own plane ride to wherever you want to be in your business, um, I think it's important to like just remind yourself why you started. And for me, if I ever got discouraged on my journey, I have a whole folder of like testimonials and things that people have said that have been really nice. <laughs> and, uh-huh. and I, I mean, it's not like I need external validation, but it's really nice to look at it sometimes. Uh, be like, Oh, this is why this is, yeah. that's right. Like it's about them. And I like helping these people and yeah. it's really cool to see their, their journey. Right. So 
That's important. And I think the other thing is to have your own way of this is essentially to get to where you want to go. The whole process is this, and you need to have a process around this so that you keep doing, which is try something, fail, learn from it, refine it, do it again until it works. (laughs) And so if you have a system to help you do that, where you evaluate each week about what's working, what's not working, what do I want to change this week? Or if you have journal prompts that get you clear on what you're going to try and how you're going to measure the metrics or whatever, like you need to just have something around that whole process that's going to help you keep doing it. Because I think too, a lot of times people think that that's, that's how it works. But what happens is people try something, think it's going to work the first time. It doesn't, they give up completely. They jump to a whole nother ship. Which, no, you, you we're probably close. There's probably just something you need to tweak and refine. You don't need to add a whole nother brand new strategy or you, need, you don't need to go change your business model all of a sudden or, you know, do these radical changes. So I think it's really important to just stay the course with a couple things you're trying right now and just keep refining them until they work instead of like jumping ship and doing 500 different halfway things and just feeling right. all over the place to stay. Yeah. So, so that's important. Um, and then the other thing is having a community or a mentor or proven process yourself, I think is much easier way to learn than going to the school of hard knocks, trying to figure it out yourself, going all by yourself. So, um, that's why I have, you know, I have a, um, coaching program where we all connect each twice a week and, um, are able to talk through obstacles and, you know, what your next moves are and all that kind of stuff. Um, but then if you're coaching your clients to want to do the plane ride, which isn't always fun, uh, I think there's a couple things that are important. Number one, you got to remove as much friction as you can for them. So the whole reason why they're doing your program is because they don't want to do it by themselves and have to make it as hard. So if there's something like, I want you to look at your program and be like, how can I remove time delay? How can I, now it's not going to say you're going to completely be able to remove time delay, but there's ways you can definitely make it easier for them. So for example, if you're a health coach, maybe you do, um, you know, have an Instacart you fill for them and set up for them. So they don't have to go grocery shopping that removes time delay. Right. Or maybe you do something to um, if you have like a roadmap that gives them the steps in order so that they don't have to make their own to do lists with all these random things out of order. That's helpful. Like so there's things that you can do just to ask yourself, how can I make the plane ride much more enjoyable? How can they be like in first class instead of <laughs> regular? You know? Right. right. Um, And that makes the journey more easy and fun. And then I think measuring like with your clients, their wins, making sure you're highlighting those so that on the plane ride, you're not just getting thinking like, oh man, when can I look up from this ride, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think the other thing is accountability. And I think the last thing is really um, repetition too. Like thinking a lot of times we think things that are really easy for us people just know, and that's not necessarily true. Um, and you know, I think the last thing too, is just, if you, if your service is, um, helping them 
create certain feelings that keep them taking action, like so staying motivated or staying committed or things like that. The coaching questions you ask is are going to be really important. So if you're a coach, obviously continuing to improve your coaching skills is going to be important. But um, yeah, I think that's it. Well, the last note I'll leave it on is just knowing if you want your clients to do a certain thing consistently, like if you want them to eat healthier, you want them to drink more water or whatever, it always stems not from just you saying, hey, go do this. It always stems from them, it being their idea and it coming from a feeling that they're having. So in order to create that feeling, you have to find out what thought drives that feeling for them. Mm -hmm. What thought motivates them? Is it that they want to be around for their kids in 20 years? Or is it something more short-term? And usually for humans, we're very short-term oriented. So thinking I want to be around for my kids is not going to be the thing that in the moment stops them from eating a 12 cookies, right? You need something more immediate, right? So that's important as well. Yeah, and uh, all fabulous information and, and so many points there, uh, especially, you know, the, the long-term goals, which we all need, and yet it happens short-term uh, mm-hmm. because of our attention spans. So a um, couple more questions for you. Uh, first one, and this is going to be familiar to the uh, audience and uh, you as well, because we had a conversation recently. Uh, in my coaching, I use an acronym. It's MSG, Mindset, Skill Set, Get Off Your Asset. Because I think that brings some really important coaching principles into play. Mm-hmm. As you look at your career, your journey, uh, your coaching, uh, and, and I know you have your FAST acronym, uh, but what is an overarching principle that you identify that contributes to your success? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I think. Honestly, one of the first things that came up for me, and I don't know if this is the ideal one, but I'll share it just because it's the first thing that came up is I want to milk. I I have a phrase I say, milk it. And that is like, I just want to leverage and keep my eyes open to every opportunity and see everything as an opportunity instead of an obstacle and every obstacle as an assignment. And so I think for me, I, it's really important to me to like, especially when you're starting out, use what you have, you know, see how you can add value to what's around you with what you currently, what's currently in front of you and milk it. And that is like a a thing I've lived by. Right. So, um, that's important. And I think also just the obstacle to assignment. So rather than getting defeated by obstacles and be like, oh, this is so hard. Why even bother? Whatever. I see it as like, oh my gosh, this is my opportunity to grow. This is the, this is when it starts. This is just the beginning. This is like the moment where it matters how I want to show up. Right. So um, that's been helpful because there's no shortage of obstacles when you run a business. No kidding. <laughs> I I love that. And and as you were saying that Milka, see it as a, a challenge. It reminded me of our conversation recently about Gamify. You know, yeah. you live gamefully where you're on a quest and maybe it's a side quest, you know, because this unexpected thing rose up and, and it's not necessarily your main vision and your main purpose, but uh, it's a quest, it's a challenge, and there you are, uh, the hero of your own story. Yeah. I, I love that. Final question. 
And I know people are going to want to take notes. If you don't take notes, it's in the show notes. So how can they get in touch with you? Yeah. Well, first, thanks again for having me, Sally. This was super fun. Um, I am at HaleyRow.com. It's H-A-I-L-E-Y-R-O-W-E.com. I'm also on Instagram at Haley underscore Row. So if anybody wants to just say hi and let me know you listen to the show, um, would love to connect. And then I also have the Health Coach Nation podcast, which is a business podcast. Gives you client attraction tips and things like that. Um, and then for anybody who's listening and you struggle with mindsets and specifically overwhelm, um, we didn't talk too much about overwhelm, but I think that after you hear, after hearing that framework and after hearing <laughs> a lot of the things you might need to do after this episode, um, it can help you overcome that overwhelm. So it's at HaleyRow.com, and I think it's slash overwhelm hyphen class. But if, if I'm if you can't find it, let me know. <laughs> I'll send it to you. But I'm pretty sure that's the link. So thank you so much for uh, having me. Yes, absolutely. And everyone, we all have uh, that feeling of overwhelm uh, sometimes more than other times, right? Uh, I don't think anyone is immune to it. So. Uh, I encourage everybody reach out to Haley. All of her contact information will be in the show notes. So make sure you check the show notes. And Haley, thank you again for being here. Thank you. And thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Make sure you tune in next time to High Frequency Mindset Podcast. Mm-hmm.